Hi, welcome to the Business Vitality Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Canty. You can learn more about me and my team at KatherineCanty.com. For more than two decades, I have been able to travel the country and help other people grow their business. From those experiences, I was able to work with a proposal team that generated success 90% of the time for over a decade. We have created a leadership coaching program that is creating 100% measured results as seen by the leaders, peers, and stakeholders. And finally, I've spent nearly a decade in boardrooms, corporate boardrooms, where we are learning what's working and what's not. And more importantly, we're able to take the communication from the boardroom and get it down to the front line so execution is easier to implement. You know, from all these experiences, we created a framework called Business Vitality. These are all of the best practices of leaders and and opportunities that have been coming up decade after decade. And a lot of this stuff has been in practice for more than 20 years, 30 years and beyond. And what we're learning is a lot of these folks that are remaining vital in business today are having to think differently. And to share a quote from one of my CEOs that I've worked with in the past, he told me all day long he can hire folks, but what he needs more of are people who think outside the box. So in an effort to pay it forward and celebrate successes, we are going to be sharing stories of leaders who are thinking differently and remaining vital in business today. Please stick to the end and we will share how you can be a guest on the show. And thanks so much for being here. All right, welcome to episode number one of Business Vitality. Catherine Canty, you're normally the host, and in this case, you get to be the guest. Well, here we are, episode one. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Josh. I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to kind of start on the other side of the desk. This is really important to be able to see both sides. So thank you. For sure. All right. So what is the Business Vitality podcast? Business Vitality is all about celebrating leaders who have been able to continue to succeed through all kinds of challenges and opportunities that keep popping up. Um, For me, business vitality is a framework of everything that I've learned over 25 years that have allowed businesses just to continue to succeed over challenges and over different opportunities that are, that are coming their way. And um, we're just excited to be able to share with other people and pay it forward and highlight successes that other people are experiencing because there's a big need out out in the market for others to be able to to continue to be motivated and know, hey, I'm having a tough day today, but you know, here's another podcast of somebody who came through it and and it's okay. And so, yeah, just celebrating the successes of other leaders and uh, sticking to those just core principles within the business vitality framework of what has been um, helping other businesses remain vital over over decades. Yeah. So, Catherine, given your background. Talk about like, you know, what you do and and how that's kind of brought you to facilitate conversations around this subject. So the the reason that I'm doing this is all about just trying to pay it forward and celebrate other people that have have been in these shoes just to be able to motivate and inspire other people. So um, a lot of people paid it forward with me to get me to where I am, and I could not have done it without them. And I've learned a lot of best practices over the years. I have spent 25 years in corporate America. I have spent, um, gosh, 10 years just sitting in boardrooms and helping people plan for their growth and strategizing and beginning to visualize 
visualize where are we going to go and then break it down? And how do we break silos? I have personally seen silos broken in 100 year old organizations and creating collaborations, even in brand new companies that are just growing like gangbusters and creating collaboration as you bring in new people. And then you're trying to manage the existing talent, but continue to exceed expectations. So there's a lot of really good best practices that all these businesses are doing. And sometimes it's important to take a step back and let's just reflect on what is kind of like the core that we need to get back to, to reset. So we can continue to grow as an organization. Yeah. So Catherine, talk about your superpowers. Like, you know, when you're working with your clients, like what kind of work are you doing? What, what problems are you helping to solve? I think everybody that comes to us, they have a unique set of needs that need to be addressed. And it's very important for me. It's always been important to me to tailor it to fit to the client's needs. It is um, extremely important to understand what is the end goal that we're trying to accomplish and how do we break it down into tangible steps? So uh, a lot of times just different opportunities have have come over our way and we just need to take a step back. We need to facilitate a a discussion. And a lot of times I've sat in just boardrooms and or community rooms, you know, it doesn't matter. It's still a room of people that we need to create stronger communication with. And uh, through doing that, we can identify what's going well, maybe what needs to be improved on and what are we willing to do going forward to accomplish that goal? So that's one of the superpowers. Um, hmm. There's there's other opportunities of, of building stronger teams, empowering the team, and what the benefit is to the senior leaders and, and the CEO and the founder is when you can empower your team, you can do so much more. It frees up your time in order just to be able to take it to the next level. So um, that those are just a few of the pieces that, that we get to work on. Yeah. You know, you had mentioned silos earlier and, and it, it, it def, kind of default operations that just happens, right? We, we think like the people we hang around with most and we happen to be, you know, in a part of the building with, or we just work with on a regular basis. And so, however, um, you know, it, and it does, it takes a concerted effort in, in order to, make sure that there's cross-pollinization. Are, are there any best practices, uh, you know, just kind of given your background where you're like, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's fix this problem. And here are the first, here are kind of like the first three steps that we're going to take in order to do that. What, what kind of are, what is that process or what are those steps that, that, that you come in and help with? So, so the first step is, are they willing to cross over that line and, and enter into the other team's territory? I remember um, being in a corporate environment and a person at my level didn't go to certain floors within the organization because that's mm. where everybody was doing the work. And I, I guess you could say I disrupted the organization a bit because I walked around and I wanted to understand what the struggles were inside of the organization where we were working so I could support them better when I went out to go talk to clients and went out to go talk to customers. So the first step is, do you have the courage to kind of go out and put yourself out there and know that you might get shot maybe once or or maybe just brazed a little bit because there's in shock because nobody's taken the step to be able to come to them and say, what can I do? that would make your team's life easier. And so when you begin to understand that kind of stuff, um, that's just 
just the first step that's out there. So having that courage and, and humility and discipline just to be consistent and to show up and um, to lead with value is, is yet another one. So once you kind of get out there, it's not just saying, hey, how can I help you? But begin to um, build these relationships and be able to share information with them. Maybe it's an article, maybe it's, you know, a quote that, that they had on the wall that kind of resonated with you. Just be able to share and have a discussion and take people to lunch and build the relationships before you really need something. Um, it's just kind of a start, but the first start is going to see that other team or going to see that other individual who you don't traditionally work with. But I tell you what, when you bring these people together, such magic can happen because you can create truer efficiencies when you have a better communication with any organization. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about efficiencies as well, um, you know, particularly for those companies that are much more distributed now. Uh, you know, more, way more work from home, um, you know, virtual, you know, collaboration. What are some recommendations you typically make or maybe things that you've seen amongst the clients that you work with in terms of like, you know, we're having to do this. Um, and when we implemented this practice, it really helped us with, you know, making sure that we're hitting targets and KPIs and that sort of thing. Like, what are some of those things that you've observed or, 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 or again, you know, kind of consulted and advised on in and around improving efficiencies, whether it's, it could be sales and marketing, it could be, um, you know, customer service, I, you know, I, you know, I guess the departments you normally find yourselves in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So any department is, is kind of fair game, especially in some of these roles I've had in the past, you know, you meet with the CEO and, and they let you go and, and you, walk into many different types of meetings and, and start to build relationships. And that's the first step. Um, so in an example, a very recent example with a group that we're working with, it's all about time management. And given all the changes that are taking place um, in the world right now, time management is is the one thing that we all have the same amount of. It is the exact same. And we have to guard our time like our life depends on it. And we have to do that um, more and more. And we're going to continue to have cell phones that are going to be going off and text messages and alerts and everything else. But we have to guard our time. And what we're doing with this particular organization is, is working on time management and identifying what you used to do probably isn't what you have to do anymore. And how do you empower the next layer that's coming in behind you that was once where you were, who were chomping at the bit in order to be able to um, exceed your expectations. So some of that work around time management um, is, is just knowing that you've got to protect your time. You have to identify your priorities. What are your top three to five priorities? And how are you spending your time around that? And how are you blocking your time and protecting it? So you're only focusing on these three priorities and you have to let the rest of it go. And understand when you work on one priority, you've got to let the other one sit in in a warehouse, in inventory, let it sit there while you focus on this one. And if you're doing your job right, what you're learning with this one priority is going to trickle over into the other ones as you put that one off to the side to focus on the other two. So um, time management is, is kind of the topic of right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about this show a little bit more um, in terms of like the the guests that, that, uh, that you are going to be having. Uh, and someone who's, you know, just hit subscribe or they're going back to episode one now and kind of like, okay, what is business vitality all about in terms of like who they're going to hear and what kind of stories will they hear? 
Yeah, these are going to be founders, CEOs. These are going to be the C-suite leaders. These are business owners. These are individuals that have been around the block a few times Mm -hmm. and they have led a transformation or two, and they're going to be able to share their stories. And I think it's extremely important to have stories to be able to tell. Um, The most effective change happens when we're able to incorporate a story and be a part of the story and relate to the story. So we're looking for these these C-suite leaders, founders, CEOs, business owners of, um, of organizations, and we would love for them to be able to share how their business is remaining vital despite all the constant change that's taking place in this world. And uh, there are some amazing stories out there, and we're going to be able to celebrate these leaders with their stories and be able to motivate more people who are either in their shoes in the middle of their own story, or they're about to get into a story, or they're just happy they got out of that story, and they can kind of look back and say, yeah, I've been there. I feel your pain. And yeah, we got out and everything was good. So um, just celebrating those leaders. We are uh, obviously with episode one, we're kind of on the front end of this project. So great news uh, for anybody that's listening and thinking, wait a minute, I might be a good guest. (laughs) Who are you looking for, Catherine? And and kind of what would they do? How would they know if they'd be a good guest for this show? and, And like, what would they do? Yeah, if you have been through a transformation, you have led a team with a transformation, um, you are the the founder, the CEO, you've you've been through this, you know, once or twice before, we would love to hear your story. Uh, The impact that you created during that experience is one thing, but this is another way to be able to take it and continue to lean in and be able to pay it forward to those that want to continue to learn. If you would like to learn more, um, you can go to my website, katherinecanty.com. At the very top, it just says, would you like to learn more about being on the Business Vitality podcast and click there. Uh, We'll ask a few short questions and schedule a time. I love to keep all the interviews around 20, 30 minutes max, because that typically is a good commute time if you're in the Mm. car. And uh, we'll keep it short and sweet and uh, to the point and just celebrate the, uh, the successes and be able to continue to pay it forward. So Catherine, um, folks, I, I think it's helpful to know too, you know, you, sometimes you just listen to a podcast and you just, you hear this host and you're like, okay, well, you know, they ask great questions, but sometimes the host doesn't really have the opportunity to share who they are personally. So Catherine, here's the opportunity. Talk about yourself. This might be uncomfortable. Talk about yourself. <laughs> Tell us, you know, who you are and what you do and, and kind of, you know, who you are personally. Yeah, personally, I, um, Personally, I've been married 22 years. We have a nine-year-old son, so we waited late in the game. Um, I lived in corporate America, traveled 50, 60% of the time, that entire time. My husband is a serial entrepreneur, so he has had many businesses. And um, I just decided that it, that it was my time to go out and be able to package up all this knowledge and information that I've had. Um, my corporate career was mainly in banking, but I'd had a very untraditional banking career. I had incredible mentors and sponsors, and I think that's a whole nother conversation that we can talk about. But because of these mentors and sponsors, mainly the sponsors, they have helped me open up doors and just fast pace the learning and understand the importance of networking and paying it forward. And uh, the banking side of it, um, in one organization, we had a proposal team that I managed that had 90% success rate year over year for over a decade. And we didn't have a team in the beginning. We started it from scratch. And I had to go into 42 different organizations that reported up to uh, the parent company and, and try to persuade people indirectly that, uh, that this was a good solution. So 
Um, indirect influence, um, very flat organizations. I've had opportunities to work uh, in that. Uh, as far as technology, the last seven years I spent supporting a very um, established bank and it wasn't just traditional banking, it was supporting them with the backroom technology so the local banks could be able to run efficiently. And so that's everything from call center support to um, general ledger to front end payment processing, all the technology that you need to be able to run a business. I provided that and a huge line of credit to um, about a half a dozen clients. And uh, it was a lot of fun, learned a lot of good stuff. Typically, um, you know, you think of a bank, you're, you're lending money. And, and this was like every other role, but lending money. And so I got to see a lot of different business opportunities and sit in lots of different boardrooms. So a lot of different best practices, lessons learned. And um, I know they're out there. I've lived through them. And I just want to be able to hear from other people. Well, you, you're in the uh, Charlotte area, or it's kind of south of Charlotte, big epicenter for banking and finance, obviously. Um, I would imagine uh, that that has probably played into your professional being in that region. Um, how, how do you like living in the Carolinas? It's nice. It's two hours from the beach, two hours from the mountains. So it's it's very convenient. And my territory was always somewhere else. So I was able to come home and live here in a, in a rural community on the weekends, which is nice. Things move a little bit slower. And then when I needed to go somewhere, I would drive, you know, an hour up the road to the Charlotte airport and fly out to wherever it was I needed to be for the week. So, um, you know, I, I, I guess you could say I stepped down from corporate to transition into this right before COVID. So about a year before. Wow. So I feel like I have a, a year head start on everybody else working from home and it is totally doable. And it's a pretty great lifestyle if you choose to, uh, to let it be good. That's awesome. All right, Catherine Canty, uh, you are found on the web at catherinecanty.com. And on your website, uh, scroll down to the very bottom, and I believe that's where that link is, uh, where folks uh, can uh, apply to become a podcast guest. Uh, and uh, any any final thoughts now that we've got episode one in the can and recorded? I just want to encourage folks to continue to uh, to dial in and and tune in and, and learn and listen. And if you know someone who'd be a great um, guest on this show, we would love to have them. And uh, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate it. All right, Catherine, congratulations on episode one. I can't wait to hear all the others. Thank you. My team and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the Business Vitality Podcast. We really appreciate you being here. If you know of another leader, another CEO, a founder who has another success story that they are willing to share and be able to pay it forward, we would love to highlight their stories on this podcast. You can find more information at katherinecanty.com. And in the meantime, if you could take a minute and rate this show, that would be super helpful because that's going to allow more people like you to find us in order to continue to pay it forward. Again, if you need to learn any additional information, we are happy to help. You can find us more at katherinecanty.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn with my name, Katherine Canty. Thanks so much for being here.